Hi, folks. I'm Wound Care Karen, and this is a nursing podcast. I can't wait to introduce you to my guest. Now, but first, I have to tell the cute story of how I heard about her. I was at dinner one night with my son and his awesome girlfriend, and she says, Mom, I saw a lady on TikTok that I think you should interview for your podcast. And then she goes to show me on TikTok, and that's how I became inspired to reach out so Felicia could tell us her amazing story. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Felicia Jackson. She's the CEO of CPR Wrap. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you so much for joining us. And can you start by telling us a little bit about your product, the CPR Wrap? Thank you so much for having me, Karen. Uh, Yes, I am the inventor of CPR Wrap. And what CPR Wrap is, it is a all-in-one disposable CPR template that protects, guides, and empowers the bystander, the non-medical bystander to perform effective, quick CPR during emergencies. Yes, that is awesome. And I am just so impressed by the simple yet elegant design and not to mention its potential impact on life-saving around the world. And I have so, so many questions, but I'd really like to go back to the beginning, your inspiration. What in the world inspired you to develop something like this? Well, I have a past history as being a medical provider. I've always been a caregiver, wanted to help people, mm-hmm. um, learn CPR. And during that time, we were CPR certified every year. Never once in my life would I ever think that I would have to use it, especially on one of my family members. But this particular day we were driving. I have three children, two girls and a boy. And during that time, they were very, very young. My youngest was two years old. And they call me the helicopter mom. And I'm always looking back, checking on my children. But this particular time, I checked back just to make sure he was okay. And I noticed that he was crying and nothing was coming out. I immediately knew that he was choking. So I screamed to my husband to pull over, pull over to the side of the road. That day was so busy. We almost wrecked several times trying to get over to get to him. But Mm -hmm. when we finally did, we both jumped out of the car. My husband grabs our son out of his car seat, hands him to me because I, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. As soon as I looked down in my baby's eyes, I forgot everything that I was ever trained to do. I just saw my baby. I became a mom and I froze. Mm-hmm. And my husband noticed that I was not doing anything but shaking him, you know, help me, help me, screaming, help me. He took him out of my hands and saved his life. Mm-hmm. And that incident was a turning stage on me helping others as well as helping myself remember CPR if I ever needed it. Right. Oh, my gosh. That had to have been just so frightening, so frightening. But I am so sure you are not the first person to have that happen to you. You know, sometimes our brains just freeze. And like you said, in the moment, they're looking in your baby's eyes. And no matter how many times you've had your CPR card renewed, you know, when it comes down to actually doing it, especially on a loved one, I could easily see where we would freeze up or or forget the steps or, or forget the ratios like 30 to 20. You know, I just... And so prior to designing this this wrap, did you have any experience in design or manufacturing? I mean, this is was this in your wheelhouse even? <laughs> Not in the least. I mean, I was a medical. I had uh, years of, of working in the medical field. So I was surrounded, you know, by cardiopulmonologists, respiratory therapists, you know, just people in the medical field. No one in my family ever started a business. No one ever invented, definitely never invented anything. You know, so I had to start from the ground up on learning, you know, the materials that I needed, manufacturing, 
and the most important patent, the patent process. Oh, right. I knew I had a product that I wanted to protect. Yes. Before I even told anyone, before I even (laughs) started. Yeah. And it was like, what do I do? So I had to do that. Talk with the FDA. Mm-hmm. It took me a year to really get all the information that I needed to even initiate a filing for my patent protection. Oh, wow. So yeah. tell us about like the early versions of this product, of the prototype or whatever it's called. But what was that like and what was going through your mind? How do you like how do you bring that into like a three-dimensional product? Did you have a, a dream about this or were you awake and thought it needs this, it needs this? Tell us a little bit about that. I did. So when you're going through something so traumatic and you know you want to um, actually bring something to help others, Mm -hmm. I mean, you you really don't have a clue. And that's why my mind is forever thinking, you know, I'm a serial inventor, but I'm a procrastinator. (laughs) I think of tons of things, but I never follow through. But this one particular thing, and I don't tell this story a lot, but I I had a very vivid dream, you know, maybe a few months after that the incident happened with my Mm -hmm. son. And I had a dream of a product being used on a person in the middle of a street. And it was, I noticed it was plastic and it was laid on top of the victim and they were doing CPR. And so I honed in on the look. I I mean, I saw the outline, everything of how this product looked. I woke up and I keep a book next to my bed Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I put everything that I write in, that I have a dream uh, about. And I traced it. I traced it as best I could. And I still have that paper somewhere. It it looks... (laughs) It looks awful, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. so not an artist, uh, but I had that idea in my mind. OK, I want it this way. I know it's supposed to have instructions on it. Mm-hmm. And I, I took it from there. Took it from there. Oh, my gosh. What in in your opinion now looking back, you know, you have the you have the hindsight now. What was the hardest step or the most frustrating step? And honestly, what so was there ever time you thought, oh, I just forget it. I just want to quit every day, every <laughs> day. I tell you. Um, but my mind wouldn't let me, you know, mm-hmm. my fear of what happened to me and knowing that it may happen again, wouldn't let me quit. But every day, you know, you know, working a nine to five, taking care of family, I have this idea. I don't know if it's going to work or not. I don't know mm-hmm. if people are going to accept it or not. You know, I'm still learning, but, mm-hmm. and, and, and I don't come from a lot of money. You know, I know it's going to take money. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to get prototypes made, to get it manufactured. And I, you don't get, you have to get investment. And that's a hard thing to do, you know, being a person of color and a female, mm-hmm. you know, we don't get a lot of investment. So, you know, having all of these barriers, you know, in the forefront, yeah. as well as me trying to figure out what I want to build, how I'm going to build it, patent and everything, it became so overwhelming. I never slept. Oh. I worked this, like I worked my nine to five mm-hmm. and then I worked on CPR rep, you know, and then it's like, I never took care of me, mm, you know? Yeah. So, you know, it, it was a fine line. I walked, I walked a fine line between sanity and insanity. <laughs> we're trying to get this product out. <laughs> I see, I kind of, I like to watch Shark Tank because I see a lot of, you know, inventors, entrepreneurs go on Shark Tank. Did you ever apply to go on there? I did, I did. So what I will tell you in Chattanooga and I'm sure other cities too, we have a very vast entrepreneurial ecosystem here. Cool. And, you know, they really, really take your hand and walk you, you know, down the pathway that you should be. And um, one of the facilitators who I was also in a book club with, um, <laughs> she actually introduced 
introduced me to Shark Tank. And it was like, she had a business too. And it was like, you know, she wanted to apply and she talked it up so good. And it was, you know, that's when Shark Tank at first came out and it was like, okay, you know, I think I can do this. Didn't have a prototype. I just still had a drawing on a piece of paper mm-hmm. and it was like, I can do this. So I drove to Knoxville three o'clock in the morning with my children in tow. <laughs> Fashion out, you know, the little, um, the sun visors, they're like silver looking, you know, you can buy. I yes. had one of those in my car, some duct tape, and I made an image of what I thought CPR wrap would look like. I mean, it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> but I wanted them to kind of see what I was thinking of as I was pitching my company. Mm-hmm. And so I walk in, I pitch, it was four people at a table and I was terrified. I had never, and I'm an introvert. Well, not anymore. I mean, you can't tell. <laughs> I'm not anymore. But during that time, I was a true definition of an introvert. Never done public speaking. Didn't want to speak in front of anyone. I walk in front of these people and I started to pitch and I started to cry. I was so overwhelmed. And it was like, what are you doing? And they stopped me, let me start back over. And I did great. And they ended up giving me a standing ovation because everybody's there and they can see you. Even the people that pitch, they're going to pitch after. Oh, the other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have like a full on audience. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't, of course they didn't, I didn't make it to the next round, but more people knew about CPR rap. And I actually did something I thought I would never do. And that was speaking in front of people, you know? Right. Wow. Wow. And I'm sure you've done it. Well, you have done it a million times since. Wow. That's amazing. Tell me a little bit about the patent process. What is that like? That does not sound easy. It was not. It was not. But I soak up information like a sponge and I wanted to learn all I could. And so, you know, I got on the USPTO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office uh, website, and then they give you so much information. You know, have you ever been bombarded with so much information? It just clouds. It it, it clouds your brain. It, yes. it seems more confusing. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but I did soak it up and I did get other people around like, you know, the SBA.gov. That's um, Small Business Association, right? Yes. So, yeah, Small Business Association, SCORE, mm-hmm. you know, which is another association. I think different cities have them where okay. retired businessmen and women, they give their time free oh. and they help you with any and everything you need. So I went to SCORE Chattanooga and I also had a family member and, you know, we went on their website and I was able to submit my own patent. It was the non the provisional patent. The provisional patent is when they don't even look at it. You know, you just have a placeholder for 12 months okay. while you get your act together and get the things that you need. And so I was able to do that and only charge me $50 to do. Oh, and okay. so I could tell people I'm patent pending. You know, I was yeah, able oh, yes. to talk about it. Right. Yes. And, and then, you know, like you said, I was able to to pitch more, you know, I st- stepped out of my bubble and I was able to win a, a, a little funding oh, to where I can actually pay for a patent to do my non-provisional patent application. And that was the one where you were actually awarded eventually, hopefully, uh, mm-hmm. your patent. So... Oh my gosh. That's how I did it. Wow. It sounds so intimidating. I'm so glad you did it though. That's awesome. Well, as soon as I saw your TikTok to learn more about you, because I'm the same thing. I just, I'm like a sponge. I love to, love to read. I just, I'm always trying to absorb things. So I went onto your website, cprwrap.com. And first, let me say that you have a really great 
website. It's very informational, it's user friendly, and I really appreciate that. So I, I went ahead and ordered the product and I really like the idea that you have the option, you know, you can buy them singles, but you can also buy bundles. So I went ahead and got a bundle. It had adult, child, and the infant size because um, I wanted to check out all three. And then of course I took it to work because I, I work with nurses and doctors and technicians and they're kind of my product testers, right? So first of all, we were very impressed by the packaging, just the big package that it came in. It's like a It's a nice red bubble wrap. It's got your logo on it. So I knew as soon as I opened my mail, I knew that it was CPR wrap. So that was exciting. And we like the size of each of the individual products. They seem to be, I don't know, like three and a half or four inches. Definitely small enough. Yeah, small enough to tuck into your purse or or even a pocket. And we like that there's even like a little hole on the corner, um, almost like a little grommet. You could put it on a keychain or or a carabina. I just, I think that's really, really smart packaging. How did you come up with this elegant, smart packaging? Well, I wish that I could take all the credit for that, but I cannot. Um, When I went into my first investment round with an investor, uh, he was the owner of a marketing company in Chicago, and he had some amazing people. And we had hours and hours of conversations on what I wanted to see, mm-hmm. you know, and what did I want? I knew I wanted something that was compact, something that was portable, that could fit in your pocket. You know? And then they, yeah. they listened. They oh, listened to what I wanted and came up with this very simple, clean design. And I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. That's really, really cool. So you, you surrounded yourself with, with smart people. That's, <laughs> I think that's the key, right? You don't that's have to be the, the smartest person in the room. Just, you know, surround yourself with smart people. So, so when I got to work, we, we checked out the, the adult size product first and I, I was expecting a plastic thing. I don't know why. Like, did I see a plastic one there or is this a Mandela effect or something? <laughs> was it plastic at one time? It was. It was at, at the very first time it was plastic. I wanted the characteristics of very strong tensile strength, very mm-hmm. pliable. So I went with a plastic called TPU, uh, which is the uh, thermoplastic polyurethane. <laughs> that was another thing. I mean, I was versed in all things plastic. It was so crazy. And and that was the first version. I went through three or four different plastics before I came up with the one that I really wanted Mm-hmm. But then I got my third investor and he had several companies and he knew of a product that was, it was medical grade, uh, non-woven material. And he said, Felicia, it's just like plastic. It wicks away any kind of moisture or any, you know, anything. So it protects people from fluid steel, but it's not plastic. And so you don't have to worry about people asking you if it's latex free, does it have phthalates? or any other type of contaminant, you know, things that plastic may have. And so we went with that and I saw it and it's, I I loved it. I loved it. Yes. I, I totally agree. I, I was very pleasantly surprised. The product is, it's so lightweight. It unfolds easily. It's strong. You can't, you can't rip it. I, I just amazing. Hey folks, Wound Care Karen here. I believe so strongly in this life-saving product that I'm going to give away one bundle for free. This bundle includes one of each size, infant, child, and adult. You get all three just by being the first to send me an email. Just write CPR wrap in the subject line. Let me know you listen to this podcast and I'll send you a free bundle of CPR wrap. So don't wait. Send the email now to contact at woundcarecaren.com. 
Right. And I love that there's graphics right on it. It's got, it's got the big numbers for the steps, the one, two, three, four. It's got written instructions. It's got like pictogram type instructions as how to place your hands for compression. And I think that's really great because, you know, we can't assume that everyone you know, can read this might, this might be a kid doing this. This might be someone, uh, you know, that doesn't speak the language. Now it is my product anyways, in two languages, English and Spanish. Right. And I think that's wonderful. As you know, I live in South Texas. We have a large Spanish speaking population. So I just, I think that's amazing. And another thing I was pleasantly surprised with is this can be used with an AED, right? That's yes. really cool. Yes, it is AED compatible, but what I wanted was um, I wanted people to, because normally when an incident happens, the AED is in a place that's away, right? Yes. And so while someone's running to get the AED, someone else can have a CPR wrap on their person or close by, and they can initiate CPR while the AED is en route. Exactly. Um, right. Yeah, and so, you know, and then my thing is, you know, if, if a medical professional or EMS is on the scene, you know, they're not going to need, they're going to, you know, throw the CPR wrap away, but yeah, you know, they, so, they won't need it. They won't right. need it. They mm -hmm. won't need it. So this is for the, I say the true first responders who are mm -hmm. people that are not medically versed. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. This is for the, the bystander, the family yeah. member, the lay people, or if you're like me, uh, I'm a nurse, but I don't use CPR much. So right. again, you know, if you're, if you're, if your mind is going in a million places and you just need a reminder, right. yes, th this will help. In my opinion, it'll help people start CPR faster. And isn't that the whole game That's to game. start it quickly? Yeah. And one of my favorite parts on it is the one-way valve with the protective face barrier for giving rescue breaths. Because, you know, if we're being honest, I don't mean to sound gross, but most medical emergencies, they produce a variety of unpleasant fluids. You know, it could be sweat, saliva, even vomit, sometimes blood, you know. And, and this is the factor that I think inspired the American Heart Association to change its guidelines in the early 2000s, recommending, okay, there's an alternative. You can do hands only or compression only CPR. And that was for folks who, who were unable or unwilling, you know, to give mouth to mouth. So this, your product takes away that ick factor, right? And in my opinion, it'll, it's going to encourage rescue breathing because that has proven to give better outcomes. So I, I just, I really, really applaud that 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 part of it it's just amazing so so my team at work but the, the doctors and nurses and techs that i work with we checked out the adult the child and the infant cpr wraps and we're very impressed and immediately everyone was like shouting out a place oh the library should have this the school should have this community centers essentially everywhere outside of a hospital in our opinion should have these cpr wraps so now let's talk, let's switch gears a little bit and tell me a little bit about your marketing, about your target audience. You know, I, I noticed on your website that you have these for retail sale. You know, I bought them myself, but you also have bulk options and store partnership opportunities. Let's talk a little bit about that. Right. Because CPR wrap can readily be used literally anywhere, uh, the target market is is very broad. You know, mm -hmm. we work with healthcare professionals that they may already know how to perform CPR, but they're probably giving back to the community, you know, mm -hmm. and they could be CPR training instructors that want to have a bridge between that two year 
certification where they can give their clients, uh, educators, parents, new parents, before the, they're discharged from the hospital with that newborn baby, give them an infant CPR wrap. Uh, even corporate settings that have a community outreach, you yes. know, they want to give back. They, I've been told we don't want to be known as the glass house on the hill. You know, we're making all this money. We're doing everything. We're growing, but we're not giving back to our community. With your product, we can show people that we care. Um, in cool. other organizations like nonprofits, you know, that I've worked with, um, it's I always tell people wherever there's a, a person, there should be a CPR rep. You yes. know, with the AEDs, with the yes. even the de-choker, it's, mm-hmm. it's infinite. But at the end of the day, you know, we're a small business. You know, just what you were saying, you know, people say it should be here, here, here. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness, Karen. I, I That's what I want. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just so hard getting your foot in the door, getting, you know, to the right person to, to introduce the product mm-hmm. and marketing to let people know we're here. You know, that costs money, you know, and we're still growing. So we're still trying to figure out ways how we can introduce CPR rap to the masses. I see. And talk to me about about more dreams you have. Do you have any future plans for CPR rap? I do. I do. I do. Right now I'm working with the um the it's, it's an organization where they do uh it's the hearing and vision. Uh it's, it's based in Washington DC. It's a school of vision loss. And so we're incorporating Braille uh, oh. to CPR rap. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And that's a little bit further down the line. And I have already invented, I invented this when I invented the human CPR rap, a CPR rap for canines, which is for dogs, which is CPR canine, which we're going to debut later this year. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Yes, I'm oh, excited that is- Oh, yes, I'll bet you are. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also saw on your website that, uh, well, you've won a lot of grants and scholarships, but but in July 2023, you won a $50,000 grant from New Voices Power Pitch, and that was sponsored by Entergy. And in October of 2023, you won the USAA Pitch Competition for $25,000. That's so cool. That's congrats. That's, I just I really want to congratulate you for that. Thank you. Yeah, it was back to back. One in San Antonio, Texas, one in Dallas. Yeah, yeah. like it's still so hard sometimes to get uh, traditional bank loans or even investment from investors. So I have to, you know, besides sales, I have to bring and grow the company away, different ways. And grants have been a way that I've been able to, to do that. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, you seem to just really be hitting it out of the park. That's really, really cool. Yes. Um, what advice would you give to amateur, you know, inventors, entrepreneurs, thinkers out of the boxes like you are? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for for my entrepreneurs or my inventors first, I would tell them to please protect your intellectual property. <laughs> you oh. know, please do that. Um, but don't let it stop you from advancing forward. You know, you have to to jump, you know, out of that bubble. You have to initiate and execute because if you don't, somebody else will. Don't ever believe that you're the first, the true first to do. Somebody's always thinking of what you're thinking of. I was told that all the time when I came out with CPR rap, I was told by doctors, I thought of something like this. And it's like, well, you never executed on it. (laughs) That's the difference between you and me. (laughs) There's thinkers and there's doers, right? (laughs) There's thinkers and there's doers. That's right. Um, And definitely embrace your failures, you know, because it's all a learning. It's all a learning curve. You know, I, I would say there's no book on what to do right or wrong, but there's 
hundreds of books out there for businesses, but this is your dream, your vision. No one knows your vision but you, right? And so it's up to you to really get it out there um, and, and make people believe what, what you know to be true. You know, even we create barriers for ourselves. And like I told you, I wanted to give up many times. Right. Because it's like, this is so easy. This product is so simple. Anybody could do this. Why would they buy mine? It, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm setting myself up for success. Yes. Yes. You're doubting yourself. Yes. Doubting myself. But I had to surround myself by people that could uplift me. And that's another thing. Please, you know, build a strong support network mm -hmm. because it has really gotten me out of things. You know, it prevented me from selling my company, oh. you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that's a, that's a story. Um, mm. it, it prevented me from a lot of things. Um, okay. because we, sometimes we're impulsive, you know, mm -hmm. we, we're impulsive when we make decisions. And so my network has really saved my life and my business life. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. And that's, a, that's a really, that's a really good piece of advice. It sounds yeah. like that's cool. So tell us a little bit about your, your, your website. Are you on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, et cetera? Yes, we're on all things social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, threads, even uh, Pinterest. <laughs> you oh, know, okay. our handle is simple. It's at CPR Wrap, C-P-R-W-R-A-P. Uh, we just want to be out there and mm -hmm. accessible any kind of way we can be. So, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. And I will definitely have your links to your website in my show notes. Your story is such an inspiration. Your product will, and I'm sure it already has, literally save lives. So I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy, busy day to talk to us. But before you go, I always ask this of my guests. If they were to make a movie about you, Hollywood is calling, who would you want to play you? And it can be anyone, any actor, living or dead, any celebrity. Yes, my favorite actress of all time, Miss Viola Davis. Ooh! Woo! Yes. yes. She's, She's amazing. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. would be, that would be amazing. <laughs> I, I agree. That's awesome. And I love her. Uh, she becomes the character. She has never played the same person twice. When I watch a movie with Viola Davis in it, she's the character. I don't even think I'm watching Viola. I'm thinking, oh, I'm watching, you know, her character. She yes. has such range and such strength and, and the power in the room when she, she in my opinion, she steals every scene she's in. She's just, she just chews up the scenery. She's awesome. So great pick, great pick. I could, I could definitely see her playing you. She would do a great yes. job. Yeah, hopefully when I write my book in pub, I'm writing a book now and hopefully, oh. hopefully, you know, it'll, it'll be good enough to, to do a biopic or something. I don't know. Yes. I want to do it while I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. Love hearing that. We'll, we'll definitely follow you and see when that gets published. That's so really, really neat. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Karen. Thank you. Folks, this podcast was recorded in late January of 2024. It was developed, produced, and edited by yours truly, Wound Care Karen. And I did it all while watching a certain groundhog predict an early spring. The views expressed here belong to me and my guest and not our employers or affiliates. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give me a five-star review. If you have ideas for future topics, drop me a line at contact at woundcarekaren.com or message me on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. I'm Wound Care Karen, and please remember folks, time does not heal all wounds. So if that happens, please seek help from a wound care professional.